this is Dave from Superior Speak, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 358 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. And the experts, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagan. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got some news to discuss, including our first look at the all-new He-Man cartoon on Netflix. And then we've got our review of the newest musical big event movie that has dropped on HBO Max in the Heights. Before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis Reagans, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, I I went to, I was very excited because movies are back. I don't know if everyone's heard the news, but uh, movies are back. And uh, one of the, the fun things about movies is that they like to do sneak previews of movies before they come out, you know, just so that, you know, audiences can go see it and spread the word of mouth if it's good or not. So I got one of my first sneak previews again, and uh, it was for the Hitman Wife's Bodyguard, and uh, it sucked. <laughs> I was so psyched to like watch a new movie, a sneak preview, and write a review for the website, but I was so pissed when the movie was over, I didn't even want to write anything. So if you want my thoughts, you can uh, check out my letterbox, but I felt betrayed. Like Nobody liked the first Hitman's Bodyguard movie except for me, so... I thought we had something special, you know what I mean? I thought me and me and Hitman's bodyguard had a special thing going on, and uh, I feel betrayed by the sequel. So, I've been fuming over this movie for the past couple of days. But other than that, I'm good. That's good. Was that at least Selma Hayek look hot in it? Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's always hot, and they know how hot she is, and they definitely uh, amp that up. So that that's always good. Interesting, Aubrey. What's going on over there? <sighs> it's it's been a week. <laughs> Not much to say though. It's yeah. just, it's one of the last weeks of my summer classes, so it's just kind of I'm all over the place. All right, understandable, understandable. It's busy, tough times, tough times. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as for me, I don't have anything even remotely exciting to discuss. Just been hanging out, going to the gym. And uh, watching uh, two and a half hour movies. So, you know, that's, that's what I've been doing. Nothing exciting. Work, sleep, work, sleep. But enough about us. Let's talk about us, Marcellus Reagans. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? 
All right. So everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you will find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. We have a T Public store where you can shop to get some T-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the So Wizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook. We have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Mollyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions, and interviews. Uh, we have a Patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting family in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Well, uh, <laughs> what else can be said except let's let's do it, Mark. Let's talk the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, we talked about this show before. Uh, when they released some images for the new He-Man animated cartoon that was going to be coming out on Netflix uh, this week, or this past week, Netflix was releasing a whole bunch of little tidbits about their upcoming things. Nothing really major, just little announcements and little like uh, little like uh, samples of what's coming up. But one of the things that they did release that was cool was an actual first look teaser for the new He-Man cartoon it's called masters of the universe revelations and we got to see what the characters look like in action and got to hear them and get a, an idea of what this cartoon was going to be looking like when it uh, drops this summer so uh with that full look of these images in action what did you guys think of the masters of the universe revelation trailer let's start with aubrey i actually thought it looked really awesome wow it doesn't look like that new uh, Americanized anime look or anything like that. It it has its own kind of feel to it. It it had great music to the trailer, so I it it was actually really exciting. I got hyped. Wow! Now I was really worried about your reaction to it because you didn't grow up with <laughs> He Man like everyone else. So I I was really I wouldn't say worried, but I was interested in what your take on it. But it, you think it might be something you're you're going to check out. Yeah, I think it looked re- really cool. All right, all right, Joey. What about you, man? How'd you feel about this first uh, first look teaser? Well, um, I thought it looked like He Man. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. They did the job. Job well done. Yeah, no, I I thought this was great. Um, it hit all the right nostalgia feels. Uh, I wish the music wasn't so goofy. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that was the thing that took me out of it in the trailer was that it had like. I need a hero playing and it was all wacky. Whereas like the trailer didn't have that vibe. So it 
needed like epic like orchestral music or something because the trailer looked great and and even when he's you know at prince adam transforms it was just like fist pump but it was hard to get too into it with uh wacky music playing so i i almost feel like i took it down a notch in excitement level for me but it, it looks great everything looks right we'll uh we'll see where it is i mean i don't want a, a dark brooding he-man series and if you ever go back and watch the old cartoon series it's goofy as fuck yeah <laughs> it's almost borderline unwatchable at some points it's it does not hold up it was great when i was like five but it doesn't work when i'm 44 <laughs> so um i mean when i'm like super hip wow and now great. for the kids um not 44 <laughs> anyway um yeah it looks cool i'm excited to watch it we'll see what happens but Man, I, I don't know. I wish they had a different song in the trailer. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure some more Kevin Smith is crying. <laughs> well, the the idea for the song was not, actually, it wasn't Kevin Smith. It was the, the guy in charge of Netflix who actually greenlighted this whole show. He's like one of the biggest He-Man fans in the world. So it was his choice. There was a reason for it. I can't remember what it was, but there was a reason for him using that song. Because uh, Bonnie Tyler is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the other yeah that's one of the other reasons that song is going to pop up in more trailers this year i think uh now not that that's not that that's happened um but there is going to be more there is going to be a more uh traditional orchestral score uh done by the guy that did the music for like walking dead and and a bunch of other things so there'll be a more serious take i believe with the next trailer uh but the show comes out july 23rd um, I think the trailer looked awesome, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens moving forward. All right. So then, in other news, uh, it's something that th- another bit of news that I wanted. I'm very anxious to hear Aubrey's reaction to. Uh, a New Line Cinema announced that they are making a Lord of the Rings movie, another movie, but this one isn't going to be. This is going to be a live action one. This one is actually going to be an anime. An anime. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? That's right. A feature-length anime that's going to take place in the world that was already established by uh, the Peter Jackson movies from before. So it's going to be uh, theatrical. They already got the directors in place. And we're getting a Lord of the Rings prequel, Lord of the Rings, The War of Rehiram. Uh, We don't have a date for it yet, but Aubrey, being a big Lord of the Rings fan, are you excited to go back into the theaters to watch Lord of the Rings on a big screen, even though it's going to be an anime? It really depends. Okay. Um, I I like the Rohirrim and and Rohan and and that whole uh, subsection of Middle Earth. I think they're really interesting and you don't learn enough about them. But I don't know how they're going to do it. So uh, I'm hesitant. I want to see how the, the first trailer is going to be. I also am a little bit more hesitant because they have an anime version and all I could think of is those really crappy uh, Lord of the Rings cartoons <laughs> that came out a long how, time ago. How dare you? The actual movie. <laughs> How dare you? Those are classics. <laughs> um, so that's all I can think about. So I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm all for anything Lord of the Rings. They just got to do it right. Because if they don't do it right, it, it's like they've killed me a level inside. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Joey, how about you, man? How do you feel about a full length Lord of the Rings anime? 
Aubrey, is Shalob a uh, sexy lady in this one? I don't know. <laughs> Do they have any information on what it's going to be about? No, no. That was just yeah. one of the most confusing aspects of the video games. <laughs> of the last, uh, what was that? When, when did that come out? A couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very confusing. Um, yeah, especially for me. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it, uh, here's the thing, Mark. It's it's tough for me to like be like, I'm going to go watch like a two and a half hour anime in the movie theater. And I don't know why that is. Cause I'll watch like 25 episode season of 20 minute episodes of attack on Titan and yeah. not even blink. But for some reason sitting down in the theater and watching an animated movie is, it just seems weird to me. I don't know why I can't describe why I love, uh, you know, I've loved going to the movies with my kids, but you know, a lot of the animated movies we watch were terrible. Um, you know, into the spider verse was a absolute modern classic, but I, I don't know. It's just a weird thing for me to get over to be like, I'm going to go watch an animated movie and it's not a kid's movie. So I don't know if I'll go see it. Well, I mean, I'm not really going to have a choice, am I? But, uh, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I also am really weirded out by them trying to franchise out Lord of the Rings between the TV show and now this and other stuff. I, I don't know how I feel about that, but. I know that uh, you know J.R. Tolkien's family got to eat, and uh, private school ain't cheap. So hopefully somebody's at least you know not asleep at the wheel, making sure we're not going to get like some real terrible like expanded universe Lord of the Rings crap. But I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about this. It could be amazing. It could be terrible. I- I'll-, I'll at least give it a try. It can't be worse than the ho- most of the Hobbit movies. Ah, so. uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, making it an anime seems kind of odd to me. I feel like it would be probably better suited as like a CG movie, like a almost like kind of like a Final Fantasy Advent Children type of look. You know what I mean? Like one of those mm-hmm. photorealistic CGI movies like that. I would be totally down for. But making it an anime and then making it a feature length and is it going to be like three hours like the other movies? Because man, that that's that's a lot. It's a lot to ask for. But, uh, I wonder if this is um, studios learning the wrong lesson from uh, Demon Slayer making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that 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 could that could be it. But I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's supposed to be 250 years before the uh, the movies that we all know and love, and I think it comes after the the Amazon TV show that we're getting too. So I know it's a lot of Lord of the Rings coming. We'll see what happens. I do know a very popular (laughs) franchises. When has that ever gone wrong? Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's a prequel. You can't go wrong. Everyone loves those. Misa Tom Bombadil. All right. So then in the uh, another bit of news, again, this is another story that I'm like, I'm very curious to hear Aubrey's uh, reaction to. Uh, It turns out we are after years and years of, Almost getting a Spawn movie, you know, it's been announced multiple, multiple times. It's still kind of on a back burner. But before that comes out, we are actually getting a Sam and Twitch movie. Sam and Twitch were uh, two kind of side characters from the Spawn comic book who were detectives who they tried to make a TV show out out of these two characters before that never took off. But they're trying it again. A Sam and Twitch spinoff TV show from the Spawn universe. So, again, I got to go back to Aubrey. Aubrey, how do you feel about Sam and Twitch show? 
I was going to say, I thought we've already talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> that was years we've ago. We've been on long enough to, <laughs> to have talked about this coming up twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I think it depends on how they do it and who takes hold of it. If it's done on like HBO and it's able to be kind of graphic, then it might be really cool. If it's like a murder mystery type thing. Um, that's like nitty gritty, grungy. Mm-hmm. I, I might be more apt to like it, but it, it honestly depends on who takes hold of it. Well, it's done going to be done by a uh, production company who's worked on. There's a TV show based on Three Days at a Condor that was on Epics that no one saw. <laughs> the, the only thing I saw about the show was one commercial, like like a while ago. Um, and they also did a show that's pretty popular now called The Mayor of Easttown. Uh, that, you know, a lot of people are talking about stars Kate Winslet. I haven't watched any of it, but that's doing really popular now. So they do have a little bit of cred behind them. Nothing that's really geeky related. But of course, Tom, yeah, Mc- I don't know. you know, Tom McFarlane is going to have his uh, his fingerprints all over it. So that, that's got to be kind of good, right? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, so all right, let's so let's go to you, Joey. Uh, a salmon twitch noir TV show. How do you feel? Let me put on my Aubrey uh, hat here for a second. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Perfect. I am uh, completely uninterested in whatever this is. Divorced from Spawn. What? What? I mean, what does this even have if it's not related to Spawn? Like, it's just a gritty cop show what the fuck who cares <laughs> there's been a hundred of those and there'll be a hundred more in the future like there's nothing that makes this any different than anything um than having uh, like a brand name attached to it but the brand name isn't even the show so it's like the it's like a craven the hunter movie without <laughs> spider-man in it. it doesn't make any fucking sense like <laughs> who cares about this stupid I cannot believe they cannot make a fucking Spawn movie right now. Can I just like rant for a second here that in the golden age of superhero movies and comic book movies, when shit like Sweet Tooth and fucking Bloodshot, Poopiter's Legacy, <laughs> like all this shit is getting made. The studios are throwing ungodly amounts of money at any fucking property that is a comic with any kind of brand recognition. And they can't make a fucking Spawn movie? I, I don't even... What are they doing over there? What is Todd McFarlane doing? No one wants this. Make a fucking Spawn movie. What? Three Days of the Condor on Epics? What the fuck is that? More like one episode till the cancellation. I never even heard of that shit. Epics? Who the fuck even has Epics? What? What is this? The only person who has epics is Montego from Fans on Patrol. Yep. Because <laughs> he watches, uh, what the fuck was that? Alfred Pennywise TV <laughs> show. <laughs> He's the one man watching it. And he said it was good. He said it was good. Who knows? Epics is probably like a, a untapped resource for really cool shit that we just don't know about because their marketing sucks. I mean, it's possible, but I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted that this is what, they're going to waste money on when there's nothing to it. It's just a gritty cop show. That's like out of the edge nineties. 
I mean, Aubrey, you read the Spawn comics, uh, so you know. I mean, it's really just like a spin on the movie Seven, more or less, right? I actually never saw the movie Seven. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Mark! You know what you say when Aubrey has never seen the movie Seven? You just made the list. Well, that's why Aubrey probably spells the word Seven correctly and not inserts numbers into it. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, that's all it was, was like a kind of a spin on, on that kind of aesthetic. And now they're going to somehow turn that into a TV show. Like, nobody cares about these characters. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I don't care. I'm not, I, I, I will watch it if you make me. I'm not going to watch it on my own. Oh, file it in the dustbin of history with Pennywise, the TV series. <laughs> right. So I can guarantee that we will probably be doing a review of this show when it comes out. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure the show is not coming out if uh, the Spawn universe has taught us anything. So uh, it's announced. Uh, it's got some names behind it. We don't have a date or a channel um, that it will be on. But uh, we'll, put it, we'll put it in the log right next to Batgirl, the TV show, and Nightwing, the movie. <laughs> it's Spawn, the movie. Remember when remember we were at New York Comic Con and Tom McFarlane was making all of those big announcements about... The upcoming Spawn movie, probably because nobody wants to give him any money if he's he's insisting on writing and directing it. Like, it, just shut up, take a producer credit and roll around in a pile of dough. Seriously, look at Rob Liefeld. Uh, you know, get people can make fun of him. I love the guy; he's amazing. When I met him, he was really cool. His podcast is awesome. Whatever, not going to get in an argument. He's smart. He's not sitting there being like, don't make any Deadpool movies. I will make the Deadpool movie. He's like, fuck that. Put Deadpool on everything you possibly can. Then he goes down in his basement, rolls around on piles of money. <laughs> no wonder he's like the nicest guy you'll ever meet. His grandkids' grandkids won't have to work. <laughs> Come on, Todd. Get on with it. Let's go. Spawn movie. <laughs> Michael Jai White ain't getting any younger. <laughs> All right. So and then like our last bit of news, I just wanted a. a uh, score zero to five on a they give a fucking meter regarding a, a new a title for a new movie that's coming out. We are officially getting Aquaman two. Uh, it's not going to be called uh, Electric Boogaloo, unfortunately. It is called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So uh, zero to five. How do you feel about that title? Let's go back again to Aubrey. Um, it feels really stupid. Like a child's cartoon. So I give it a one. Wow. All right. Joey, what about you, dude? Um, I guess it's better than Aquaman and my co-star beat her husband. So. <laughs> that was on the board. They, they crossed it off at the last minute. <laughs> it's one of the last two. They just didn't pick it. You know? <laughs> she is hot, though. You know, but you know what they say, Mark? Don't stick your dick in crazy. You know? <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't care. Like, <laughs> I hate to be the Aubrey this, this week. I don't care. Um, it, it, it's a title to a movie that I have zero like hype behind. Wow. As much as I like him as Aquaman, and I mean, that's just what comes back to it always. I like him as Aquaman. I like the idea of it. But it still wasn't a good movie. And he wasn't good in Justice League or the five seconds he was holding his breath underwater in uh, Batman v Superman. So... Maybe this is the movie that finally like gives him a good movie to go along with all the love for him as the character. But I need to see trailers and, and like 
plot synopsises. I just don't care about just a random title. It, it's hard to get excited for anything DC, to be honest with you. But this ain't this ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. All right. So zero to five. Oh, I don't know. Two. Two. Okay. All right. Fair. I don't. Know. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a four. Sounds like what? there's. It sounds like there's some adventure that's gonna be happening. And sounds he, like there's some kingdoms that are lost. <laughs> sounds like he's gonna find him a kingdom. That's what that's, that's what it sounds like to me. I don't know, dude. They made an Aquaman movie and they put him in comic accurate outfit and had an octopus playing drums. So you know what? He did the little little circle mind thing. The no 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 no. So this sonar thing. So that's fine. I'm whatever. They they've earned the right to do whatever they want for the second one in my book. Uh, and everyone's coming back for it, including uh, Amber Heard. So at least there's that. Which is crazy. <laughs> It's bullshit. Get rid of All right. So that's it. That's all I got for the news for this week. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and we're going to come back with our review of In the Heights. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Michael, hi. Uh, well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. And we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to check out the new movie, Lynn manuel Miranda in the Heights. This is a direct-to-HBO streaming movie, as well as in theaters. It was supposed to be a big blockbuster release, what, a year ago? Two years ago at this point? Uh, yeah, last year it was supposed to come out. Okay, and it you know, came as a hybrid release, so we all had a chance to check it out. We'll give you our impressions to start, and then we will uh, drop the drop, delineating spoilers. If you haven't seen it, you'll at least know what we thought, and you can bounce. The rest of you stick around for some more discussion. Let me start off with a question. Aubrey, did you see this in theaters or HBO Max? I saw it on HBO Max. All right, Mark Ellis. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I watched it on HBO Max. So we have, we'll have a couple different perspectives before we get into it so let's let's just start what did you think of the movie mark ellis i enjoyed it i uh i thought it was really good i thought it it had a goal that it needed to accomplish and it it accomplished the goal for the most part not a hundred percent but it did what it needed to do uh i i was familiar with the play i've seen the play a couple of times um i saw it live once and i saw like a recording of it so i was kind of familiar with the story but yeah, for what it, it needed to do, I think it did a good job. Okay. Uh, Aubrey, how about you? Um, It's really tough. I don't really like musicals as movies Ugh. too often. There's been very few that I've actually liked. I would prefer to see them live. So for me, this really was uh, just boring. <laughs> I would have been more into it if I was in person. Okay. All right. Um, 
So, uh, as for me, I fucking hated this movie. I hated every <laughs> second of my life spent watching it, and uh, I wanted to die the entire time. <laughs> you know what you. I, I love about doing this show is that whenever we do, um, if you're a first-time listener, uh, we do a little thing called I Hate You Now Watch every once in a while on the show. And my I Hate You Now Watches are so like minuscule because like you guys hate everything, almost everything. <laughs> so I feel like it's a, I hate you now watch like almost every week on this show. So when I, when it's my turn, it's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I know we're miserable people. We're not miserable people. I, I'm, I'm being, um, hyperbolic. Um, first of all, musicals are not my thing. I do like some musicals. I just don't like all musicals. And uh, this just didn't hey, – there was just nothing here for me, man. It just – you know, it's just not my thing. I didn't feel anything the entire time I was watching it other than like the passage of time. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things for me is when you see anything that is based off of a play – so there are there are movies that have been based off plays which translate pretty well because they're not you don't really need the the energy that is given at a live performance but musicals it's very hard to get into um, because those really feed off the energy of the crowd and and it's a whole different experience. So for me watching it in a movie you don't get that emotional experience that you would if you were sitting watching it live. That's true, but you know, either way, I mean, we saw cats, and uh, that and was I still, hated it. That was pretty awful too. So, um, <laughs> never mind. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I I right. do like like Into the Woods. I like Into the Woods, but I've also seen that live, and I've performed in that, so it it has a little bit of a different feel. So. Were you the woods in it? I was um, the giant. Oh, this is is there footage of this? <laughs> I don't know. There should be <laughs> coming soon to YouTube. Please re- recreate that, Aubrey. <laughs> Welcome to TikTok. <laughs> All right. So you kind of got our idea of what we thought about it. Uh, impression wise, I don't think it's any surprise how some of us felt about it. If you have been listening to the show for a while, but let's uh, let's drop the drop and let's spoil into the heights. Spoiler alert. I have seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right. Markellis, let's start with things we liked. You actually liked the movie, so I'm going to pull it out of you. What did you like? I liked uh, the main character, Usnavi. I thought uh, the actor that played him did a really good job. Uh, I liked the actresses that played Vanessa and Nina. I thought they were both super hot, especially Vanessa. Good Lord. I liked I liked all the musical numbers being opened up. Um, usually... You know, for musicals, it, it, people would just like sing and dance around, you know, whatever the setting is. But at this one, like the whole swimming pool aspect, I thought was pretty cool. The uh, gravity defying dance on a fire escape at the end, I thought was really cool. There was animation that was worked in there that I thought was really cool. And uh, during one of the songs, there was a, a Lord of the Rings reference and a Star Wars reference, which I'm like, I, I like when Lynn shows his, his nerd card. Uh, so that, that's always fun for me. And there's a uh, there's a, <laughs> there's like a battle between uh, uh, Lynn as the uh, Paragua guy and Mister Softy, the ice cream truck driver. Like their little kind of uh, animosity towards each other was all was was pretty funny for me, especially knowing that they're really like best friends in real life. And uh, there was a character that had a, a death scene, uh, Abuela, 
who's like the kind of the grandmother of the neighborhood, her death scene I thought was done really, really well um, with her life kind of flashing before her eyes and you see her growing up and she sings about her struggles coming to America. And then, you know, it's all done on a subway and it ends with uh, like in a subway tunnel and then her going to the light at the end of the subway tunnel. So, and I thought it was visually done amazingly and I thought the song was good. So that whole sequence really like, uh, that was a big highlight for me, even though it was a sad scene. Okay. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much all I liked about it. All right. Uh, Aubrey, now I'm going to pull some stuff out of you. What'd you like about the movie? Anything you liked about the movie? Um, I do. I think it was very well done. I do like Lin Manuel Miranda. I think that he has a lot of talent, and what he does is always done very well. It's not something that I hate because it's god awful and it's done poorly. Like it's done very well. So I will give him that. It was a very good cast. Um, all of the musical numbers were, were good. Um, so I don't, I don't really have anything that's like raving. It, it, it is beautifully done. Uh, so I'll give him that. All right. You tried your best to get something, <laughs> something good. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I said I hated this movie and uh, I was obviously embellishing a little bit. I didn't hate the movie. It's not a bad movie per se. It's just not a movie for me. And it's just not a type of movie that I would watch. Now, you know, I would sit down and watch uh, Anna Nicole Smith's Skyscraper of my own free will. So, you know, my taste may not be the same as your taste in movies out there. So please understand. Um, this, so this isn't a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. Like, let's not get, let's not get it twisted. Um, it's just not for me. Um, I did like uh, most of the cast was nice. Um, Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he must <laughs> I, I stopped watching Walking Dead. Did he ever come back to Walking Dead? Oh, shit. I forgot he was on that show. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's actually a really cool new character that appeared on the show. And then he had to leave because he had to go film 24. And he like got lost <laughs> and never came back. As far as I know, as far as I watched, I don't know. Maybe he did since then. I haven't watched the show in like five years. But um, yeah, he was on Walking Dead, too. Um, yeah, I liked him a lot. And honestly, I liked his songs when he had songs like his songs to me were the ones that I liked the best out of the movie. And I did enjoy his number with the girl dancing on the side of the building, even though that was like kind of crazy because, um, they were dancing on the side of a building. So were they really dancing on the side of a building? Were they not really dancing on the side of a building? Like, is this a world where people can dance on the side of buildings? And if so, why didn't they use this power for like other things? Uh, they were not dancing on the side of the building. Just like this is, it, it's a world where people can break out in the song and yep. dance, you know, the whole block like dances uh, has the same choreography. So it's a, it's a world where they can, they can dance on the side of a building, but that is not what really happened. Sorry. Uh, okay. So are you like implying that at the end of Greece, they really didn't fly away in a car? No, that really did happen. They okay. actually went to Greece heaven. Yeah, I was going to say that um, there's nothing more disappointing than Grease 2 not, you know, showing how the introduction of flying cars affected the economy <laughs> of the world. But um, yeah, anyway, I liked uh, I liked their, their dance number on the side of the building. I did. Like you said, Mark, I did like some of the pop culture references. And you're, you are right. I really did enjoy the fact and I would say enjoyed, but I liked the fact that when 
there were musical numbers, it involved everything. It wasn't two characters in a musical around the rest of the world not interacting with them. It was like everything broke out into a musical mm-hmm. and that was enjoyable and, and good to watch. The casting was great. Uh, you're right. Markellis, most of the uh, ladies in the movie were rather attractive. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't follow a lot of the plot it was tough for me to follow. I'll be honest with you, even though it's not a tough plot. Um, I didn't really understand what was happening most of the time, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, but yeah, that was, that was about it for what I liked, but now we got to go to what you didn't like. Markellis, what didn't you like about in the Heights? Uh, well, you know, I'm going to agree with Aubrey regarding um, having an, an audience when you watch a movie like this, because it does kind of lose something when they do these big, ex- extravagant numbers, <laughs> you know, and like the the music stops and is just like kind of silent. <laughs> <laughs> you, you expect people to like clap and applaud, but, you know, it's like just people standing there breathing hard like <sighs> we did it. <laughs> so that that felt kind of weird. And even though I've seen a play before, I don't, I couldn't like fully remember the whole story, but I do know that they made some changes to it. And it, they did try to condense a lot down to fit into this two and a half hour movie. And the emotional connection to some of the stories I think was lost in that. Like Nina's story about her, um, you know, she goes to school and she doesn't quite fit in and she doesn't want to really go to that school. She wants to stay in the neighborhood. Um, she doesn't want her dad to spend all the money to send her back to this snobby school. A lot of the father, emo- the the emotional attachment of the father to the story, a lot of that, he was very stubborn and his wife is the one that kind of brought him to come around in certain ways. And the mom was not even in the story at all. <laughs> like They just completely wrote out of the story. So if it's, you know, I understand why because they had to condense it, but I didn't feel like his emotional story was that strong. And I didn't feel the usnavi and vanessa romance like he's you know he's awesome when he's not with her when he when he's rapping you know he talks a lot he has like all of this this nice swag about him but then when he's with her he's kind of a, a doofus and i don't understand why she likes him because he doesn't show any kind of i don't know positiveness that she would be interested in him at all other than you know he did our solid at the end but i didn't really buy their relationship at all um I will agree with you on that, but as someone who is a doofus when interacting <laughs> with females, um, uh, sometimes it works. You know? Sure, sure, I, I can buy that. But he had, I would think, I would want him to at least there would be something in the beginning that that would make her go, oh, okay, maybe he's not that bad. I don't know, maybe the fact that he owns the bodega did it for, I don't know. I don't, I don't think her story was really fleshed out that well. I don't think their romance was really fleshed out super well. Um, the dad sold the taxi company, so does that mean that Benny doesn't have a job anymore? Like, is the taxi company gone? Like, what? I I don't get it. And I saw the movie in IMAX 2D. And if you see a movie in IMAX, like, usually the sound is all, like, pumped up, uh, you know, for all of the explosions and all of, like, the cool special effects and stuff. But in a musical, the music is super loud and you can barely hear what the lyrics are. So that was kind of a mistake. I kind of wish I had watched it at home with the subtitles uh, or in a normal theater. Um, so I would suggest if you want to see this movie, don't see it in IMAX because the sound is just going to completely destroy it. And when you're watching a musical, the sound is kind of important. Mark's like, I need to go to the movies to get the full IMAX experience of In the Heights. <laughs> well, I was I was running around and there was a lot of stuff to do and I knew I had to watch it for this weekend. Um, and that was the only showing that was playing was the IMAX one. 
I feel you. That's why I've seen a lot of movies in like XD and like 3D back in the day. So I'm like, eh, this fits into the schedule we're going. Right. <laughs> I feel you. All right. All right. Aubrey, give me some things you didn't like. It's tough. I, w- I wasn't emotionally attached to this movie at all. It was two and a half hours. Um, so that was like, we all know how I feel about movies over two hours, except for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, so that was, I, I just feel like there's nothing that I hated about it. I just think that I would have liked it a lot more if I had actually like gone to Broadway and seen it. So, right. Aubrey, you, you won't watch a movie that's, you feel like a, a movie that's two and a half hours long is too long, but a Broadway play, which is usually about three hours, that would be okay? Yeah, because I feel like the energy is different. Mm. It, it's kind of engaging. Yep. I agree with you. I just wanted to, I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, when you said, we know how you feel about movies that are that long, I was like, you're going to get a In the Heights tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> a bodega tramp stamp? all right well all right so right off the bat this movie is too fucking long it is too long this is no need for this movie to be three two and a half hours almost three hours long fuck that i was i was i didn't want to watch it at that point i thought the shit was 90 minutes that's why i was like all right well it's outside our wheelhouse it's not the type of movie I normally like, but you know what? I'm sure Mark's going to love it. And I know Aubrey might like it because she likes going to Broadway plays and I'll suck it up. 90 minutes. I'll just sit down and bang it out. No, no, no. <laughs> Two hours and 28 minutes. Uh, it was fucking painful, man. Oh, my God. It never seemed like it was going to end. And I, I maybe that's um, from what you were saying, Mark, is that a lot of the story was like cut or whatnot. And God, for God, thank God they cut stuff. But like, I, I don't. It was hard for me to emotionally invest in anything that was happening. I just didn't understand like, like what was happening. Like, mm-hmm. okay, she. It's like I'm like, all right. So the movie starts, and it's like, okay, so it's about this guy. But no, wait. Now the movie's about this girl not going to school, and now it's not about that anymore. It's about this, and then it's about some lady's hair salon, and and then it's about the blackout. Like, I, I just couldn't keep track of what was happening. It's just, oh my God. Is unending. Unpopular opinion. I didn't think the music was all that great. <laughs> Whoa. I'm sitting here a day after watching it and I'm struggling to remember a single song. Like I can't. There's no hook to one of the songs that I can just pull out of my head and sing to you right now or like visualize. Like there's none of the songs like stuck out to me at all. I think it's a better movie. Like acting wise, production wise, the movie looks fucking great than a lot of other like musicals. But I can remember those songs. Fuck it. I can't even remember songs from Cats, <laughs> but I can't fucking remember songs from In the Heights. And In the Heights is way better than Cats. Don't get it twisted. But like, I don't know what it was. Like a lot of the songs, they just all halfway through the movie, they just like felt like they were all the same. Like there was no like song that like knocked me off my fucking feet and made me be like, oh man, you know what? This movie sucks, but this song is a fucking banger. Like this, this song slaps. You know, I never thought that as I was watching the whole movie. I just obviously, you know, I have a different taste in music than other people, so maybe that's what it is. But at the same time, I was just like, I, I never felt there was a song that like reached out and grabbed me. There's not like that one hit song from from this. You know, Cats has memories, and you know, Titanic has uh, Celine Dion. You know, every every movie has like that one song. Sometimes that's just like the song. 
Titanic like, isn't a musical. <laughs> I know. I was just throwing that out there to see if you noticed. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like there's a Rocky Horror has a, a song. You know, there's always one song that's a, a, identifiable with a musical. Grease has, you know, Grease Lightning. Actually, Grease has a few, but there's always that one song. There, yeah. There's no one song with this. I can't think of a song that I can remember. I, I like the song about shaved ice. Okay. <laughs> but that also just made me hungry. So it just made me mad. <laughs> Because there was no, there was no Lin Manuel Miranda walking, walking by, by selling it out of a cart that I could go buy it outside. So, so that was really my two big things. It was way too long, and um, the music was just to me just wasn't memorable enough mm-hmm. to to justify that runtime and to justify like even watching it. I just I don't know, just wasn't feeling it at all. All right, you know that that's actually kind of fair. But uh, then again, you were waiting for this movie to be over from like five minutes. So unless there was like I a, gave a, it a chance, you know, I gave it a chance, but it was just tough, man. There really it, it never felt like there was one central story. Like, I know it's the story of their like neighborhood. So right. there's going to be multiple stories, but it, it just never felt like there was that one driving thing behind it all. It was and then like story. you said at the end, Markel, it's like it doesn't really resolve a lot of stuff. So that guy doesn't have a job, but he danced on the side of a building. So it's OK. <laughs> it was like, all about Usnavi telling his story, telling the story. What was the story? Away. So like, did they reopen the store? His store? Yes. Oh, the store in like uh, that he wanted to go to the bar, his dad's bar that he was he was going to. No, no. I know they like they reopened his store. Kind of, did they though? Yes, I they mean, did. <laughs> like I thought she turned it into her fashion place. Yeah, it's a store slash fashion place. Is that really going to fly? And <laughs> but wasn't the whole point of the thing that they didn't want their neighborhood to be gentrified? Yes. So isn't turning your bodega where everybody gets their groceries into some like high fashion store like gentrifying it? Uh, again, they didn't really solve a lot <laughs> of the issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I liked that one kid that made a crab. And, uh, yeah, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciated his terrible, um, artistic ability because that would have been me. (laughs) All right. Well, that is our thoughts. Let's get a score so we can wrap this review up. Aubrey in the Heights, zero to five, five being the best and zero being the worst. What do you got? I'm going to give it a two. All right. That seems pretty generous. All right, Marcellus, how about you? Uh, I realize that I am just like the king of mediocrity because I give almost every <laughs> movie the same fucking review. And it's kind of embarrassing, but I don't know if it's the movies or if it's just me. But I'm going to give this my traditional three and a half stars. It's embarrassing a for half me. Half star better than Bloodshot. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so I just want to point out that you gave Cruella so much shit last week and you still gave that movie three stars. So. <laughs> It got extra points because Emma Stone was hot. I actually liked Bloodshot. I didn't talk shit about it for the whole episode. <laughs> well, Vin Diesel was hot, right? That's why you gave it extra points. <laughs> it's my hunky boy special. <laughs> three and a half stars, Mark Ellis? Yes, three and a half stars. Three and a half stars, says Mark Ellis Reagans of So Is Your Pocket. Excellent. All right, I'm going to go with a, I'm going to say this is a two. I'm going to agree with Aubrey, two out of five. It's not bad. It's obviously not my thing. I just wish that the music was more memorable and I wish the storylines made a lot more sense. So for me, two out of five, definitely a not recommend for me, especially at a two and a half hour runtime. 
That's going to do it. That is our review of In the Heights from HBO Max and also in theaters currently. If you have seen it and you agree or disagree, hit us up across social media. Let us know what you think. Now we're going to finish up and wrap this bad boy up and get some recommendations. This week, I only want you to recommend to me a musical that you like. Aubrey. Um, Into the Woods. Oh, no, no. Pick a different one. You already talked about that one. I don't know many that I like. Um, oh, Rocket Man! I like Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man, but those are more. Those aren't really like musicals, so. No, I yeah, think Rocket no. Man is totally a musical. Rocket Man is. I never saw that. So. Yeah, that's totally is a musical. It? Yeah, there's big musical numbers. There's big dance sequences. Yeah. Okay. Rocket Man, it is. And if Rocket Man doesn't count for those naysayers, then Moulin Rouge. Oh, All God. right. Christina Aguilera. Yep. I'm, I'm there, dude. Ooh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I forgot about that. All right. Uh, enough from you and your list. <laughs> Markellis, give me a musical. All right. So I'm going to recommend Sing Street. Uh, it's actually available for free on Tubi, ironically, the, the app that I always recommend. Uh, Sing Street takes place in the 80s. It's about a kid who has to uh, go to, gets pulled out of private school has to go to public school, doesn't quite fit in, wants to impress a girl by telling her that uh, because she's gorgeous, she should be in his music video for his band. And she agrees to it, but the only thing is he doesn't have a band. So now he has to get his friends or people that he's just meeting in school and start a band. And it's all about them writing songs, making music to get this video so that he can impress this girl. And it's amazing. And it's free on Tubi, so check it out. Mm. Uh, maybe I will check it out. I don't know. I like the 80s and I like girls. So <laughs> there you go. You might actually like it, dude. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Three stars. Maybe. Three stars. <laughs> it's about family. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I will suggest that everyone musically goes to sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's movie reviews. There's streaming picks. There's comic reviews coming soon and more. So is podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com backslash so is podcast. There's hours of free exclusive content, tons of interviews, unboxings, trailer reactions, and more. Don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast and more. And I will suggest, so I'm torn. I got a couple, but I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite bad movies of all time, and it is um, Rock and Roll High School, starring the Ramones. Okay. Uh, Roger Corman wants to make his own version of Grease, and uh, it failed miserably. <laughs> But it's amazing. So if you ever wanted to see people who don't even want to be in front of a camera acting, this is the movie for you. And it's got amazing music. So Rock and Roll High School starring the Ramones. The first one, not the sequel of Corey Feldman, which is terrible and not in a good way. But that's it. That is going to do it for episode number 358 of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Bye. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Rank. Uh, Hitman's wife's bodyguard, you broke my heart. I hate you. Uh, Wakanda forever. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. We're going to talk about Luca. 
and Disney Plus. Good journey.